0: Welcome to the Good News Ride Home for Monday, July 13th, 2020. I'm Jackson Bird. Why is everyone talking about cake? How to watch the brightest comet in a few decades? Are we looking at a future without tooth fillings? look through someone else's window on the other side of the world without leaving your house, and a gift to us from Sir Patrick Stewart on his 80th birthday today. Here are some cool things from the news today. If you noticed a lot of people online over the weekend and today making jokes about cake and about things that are not cake, allow me to explain. On July 8th, cooking outlet Tasty tweeted a compilation video from Tuba Gekil of Red Rose Cake. The video showed what appeared to be everyday objects being cut into and revealed to be cake. Now, I know that doesn't sound that spectacular, we've all seen a kind of realistic-looking fondant cake before, and even when I just saw a few thumbnails, I was like, eh, whatever. But when I finally watched the video, it did blow my mind a little. Some of the items featured included a potted aloe vera plant, a push bottle of lotion, used soap with bubbles, toilet paper, a steak dinner, even a crock, like the shoe. Even if you know that they're cake, it's still a little mind-bending to watch, But part of what I think helped it go viral over the weekend was that some headlines and Twitter cards were framing it as, can you tell which are cakes? Therefore, people were watching it thinking that some of the objects were real and trying to guess. And I think that probably led to the video blowing people's minds even more. And blow their minds it did. The original video that Tasty posted on Twitter is currently sitting at 29 million views, and every feed I look at has a cake joke in it somewhere. Naturally, some jokers cut into objects from the videos and questioned why they didn't find cake inside, but the black magic video also led to some deeper feelings coming out. People quickly started questioning all objects in their life. Photos of matte iPhone cases, clearly fondant. Photos of actually normal food, can you be sure it's not cake? Your friends, better check if they're a cake or not. As Twitter user M. Nate Shamalan said, Are we human or are we fondant? Spark Notes, weirdly one of the better social media accounts out there, also got in on the fun, tweeting, quote, The conspirators attempt to stab Julius Caesar only to discover that he, too, is made of cake. And the whole thing caused the folks at the Mary Sue to have a bit of an existential crisis. Quoting their article on the cake affair, These cakes, while stunning, are not the tastiest. They are finely crafted globs of fondant and sculpting chocolate. That focus more on illusion than flavor, unless you're really into fondant, in which case you do you. Is it any surprise then that cakes that are all about appearance are dominating social media? Are we not all illusion cakes online, flaunting our insta-ready lives and accomplishments while keeping our dry, overbaked insides under wraps? Should we not cast aside our cloaks of brightly colored fondant and reveal our true selves and in doing so forge an authentic connection with one another? If everything is cake, then nothing is cake. Thus, are we ourselves everything and nothing? Do we contain multitudes, or are those multitudes merely endless layers of cake? End quote. That's some heavy stuff. If you haven't seen it already, you can check out the link in the show notes for the cake video, if you dare. For the last few days, one of the brightest comets yet this century has been visible to the naked eye in the early morning hours in the Northern Hemisphere. And starting today, you should be able to see it in the evenings. Comet C 2020 F3 Neowise will be visible between the stars of the Big Dipper, roughly, looking west-northwest shortly after sunset. While you might want a pair of binoculars to spot it initially, after you've located it you should be able to see it with the naked eye. Granted, you're not in an area with too much light pollution. Quoting the Washington Post, The comet was named after the NASA satellite that discovered it, the Near-Earth Object Wide-Field Infrared Survey Explorer, or NEOWISE. The comet will make its closest pass near Earth on July 22nd, but no need to fret, it will still be 64 million miles distant. The comet's infrared signature was enough for NASA scientists to estimate it at about three miles in width. They believe the comet is composed of materials as old as the solar system, end quote. And quoting the Smithsonian, Neowise flew just inside Mercury's orbit on July 3rd, passing very close to the boiling hot surface of the sun. As it flew by, the sun's heat cooked some of the comet's icy layers, causing parts of its surface to fall behind the comet in a trail of debris. Now, the comet is moving past Earth as it travels on its elliptical orbit further into the solar system, with a long, glowing trail of dust and gases in tow. End quote. while you may need those binoculars or a telescope to really see that glowing trail of dust and gases, the central core will be visible unaided. And plenty of folks have already spotted the Neowise comet over the weekend, including the astronauts on the International Space Station and a photographer at Stonehenge. You can see photos and videos of those at the link in the show notes. Technically, weather and light pollution permitting Neowise should be visible until mid-August in the Northern Hemisphere, each evening just after sunset, so plenty of opportunity to find a good place to watch it from. So here's what could be some really good news. In a few years, tooth fillings may be a thing of the past. Scientists have developed a liquid solution that regenerates damaged tooth enamel by basically growing it back. Because that's the frustrating problem with tooth enamel. It doesn't grow back, you don't ever get any more of it. It's formed when cells called ameloblasts secrete proteins, which harden into the external coating we know as enamel. But those amyloblast cells are only present when teeth are developing, not once they're mature, so once your enamel starts eroding, you're out of luck. Damaged and eroded enamel leads to tooth decay, which is the cause of a myriad of issues affecting literally billions of people around the world. Trying to artificially create that mineralization process has been done in a lot of different ways by scientists before, but the team behind this latest development say that previous attempts have failed because the exact complex structure of the enamel was never before replicated successfully. Now, it has been. Here's how the team at the Zhejiang University did it, quoting Science Alert. The achievement, which the team is billing as a world first, required a new kind of calcium phosphate ion clusters, or CPICs, measuring just 1.5 nanometers in diameter, about one billionth of a meter. These tiny particles were then stabilized in an ethanol solution with a chemical called triethylamine, which prevents them from clumping together. When their gel-like material was applied to human teeth donated by patients, the ultra-small clusters successfully fused to the fish-scale-like structure of native enamel, replicating the coating of the tooth with an indistinguishable and equally hard repair layer that developed to a thickness of up to 2.8 micrometers within 48 hours. And while that's hundreds of times thinner than a full layer of natural tooth enamel, the team thinks that repeated coatings with their CPIC solution could effectively thicken the artificial enamel and that further refinements to the material could augment its thickness." There are concerns that the triethylamine is toxic, which would be the main reason that this would not move forward as a replacement for fillings, but the team says that it evaporates in the ethanol and is not a risk. They're currently testing the process on mice and hope to move to human clinical trials in one or two years. But even if it all goes well, it will still be several years before we see this rolled out as any sort of regular practice. So until then, keep brushing and practicing preventative measures so that you won't even need this fancy new enamel regeneration procedure. Remember a couple of weeks ago when I shared Drive and Listen, the site where you can pretend you're commuting in different cities all around the world while you watch dashcam footage and listen to local radio stations? Well, I've got another way for you to explore other parts of the world while you continue staying home safe and sound. This one is called Windows Swap, window com. When you go to the site and click open a window somewhere in the world, you get a random view outside a stranger's window from somewhere in the world. Germany, Colombia, England, Indonesia, could be almost anywhere. You also get a bit of ambient noise, maybe the wind blowing, traffic honking, the radio in the background, or other household members shifting around in the kitchen. The windows themselves are really cool to explore to see what, you know, different people's households and their views look like, but the sounds are also great background noise for working just to kind of tune out to. From the website, quote, Let's face it, we're all stuck indoors, and it's going to be a while till we travel again. Windows Swap is here to fill that deep void in our wanderlust hearts by allowing us to look through someone else's window, somewhere in the world, for a while, a place on the internet where we all travel hungry fools share our window views to help each other feel a little bit better till we can responsibly explore our beautiful planet again, end quote. It was created by wife and husband Sonali Ranjit and Vaishnav Balasubramenium as a quarantine project and originally filled with views from their friends' houses but is continually growing as more people submit their own. If you would like to submit your window, Ranjit says all you have to do is take an HD 10-minute horizontal video of the view from your window or balcony with at least part of the window frame in the shot and include your name and location for credit and then email it to the address listed on the website. So again, that's windowswap.com and you can check that link out in the show notes and start exploring. Ending today with a nice, calming performance from Sir Patrick Stewart. You may be aware that Sir Patrick Stewart has been slowly working his way through Shakespeare's sonnets during quarantine, performing about one a day on his Twitter and Instagram profiles. It all started back in March when he posted a video of himself reading Sonnet 116, objectively the best of Shakespeare's sonnets, The slow, deliberate performance from the veteran actor was apparently exactly what all of us literature and theater nerds needed to soothe our nerves back at the start of the pandemic because his reading went viral and led him to keeping it up, starting back at sonnet number one and proceeding from there. He hasn't read a sonnet every day, but close to it, and yesterday he hit sonnet number 80, and coincidentally, today is his 80th birthday. As he notes, we're a little over halfway through Shakespeare's 154 sonnets, so if this is your kind of thing, it's not too late to join in for the remainder of them and, of course, watch the backlog. So maybe you can send him a birthday message on Twitter or Instagram, you know, 80 is a big milestone after all, or just celebrate by watching some old Next Generation episodes tonight. And to play us out for the day, here is Sir Patrick Stewart.
1: Oh, how I faint when I of you doth write... Knowing a better spirit doth use your name, And in the praise thereof spends all his might To make me tongue-tied, speaking of your fame. But since your worth, wide as the ocean is, The humble as the proudest sail doth bear, My saucy bark, inferior far to his, on your broad main doth wilfully appear your shallowest help will hold me up afloat whilst he upon your soundless deep doth ride, or being racked, I am a worthless boat, he of tall building and of goodly pride, then. If he thrive and I be cast away, the worst was this. My love was
0: my decay. And that is it for today. As always, this show was produced by Ride Home Media. I'm Jackson Bird. I hope you have a good rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow.